What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. We believe that what we say, think, and do governs our ability to make progress towards our goal and ultimately lead to success. I'm really, really excited to be on here for episode 15, which is the Frenemies Part 2 episode. Last week, I did an episode called Frenemies Part 1, and I talked about three different frenemies that... If we are careful, they can be our friends, but if we are not careful, they can be our enemies. And these frenemies are not people, but they are different situations or um, they are categories of things that we have to be mindful of. So please, 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 if you have not listened to episode 14, go ahead back and check that out because I know that it is going to bless you and it will also set you up for this episode. This is the segment of the show called People Popping Out, where we highlight, celebrate, and give kudos to people or things in the media, whether that be on mainstream, social media, or otherwise, who are living intentionally to make progress towards their goals, make strides in the community, or in the lives of others, and are making this world better by doing what they need to do to best serve themselves, their family, or the community. For this week, I have um, a couple of people that I would like to shout out on my social media page, Progress on Purpose Podcast on Instagram. I put a post up earlier this week and it says, tell me something you did this year that you are proud of. You know, the year is coming to an end. And if you're listening to this to this podcast. I know you're someone who seeks to be intentional and you probably have made very intentional moves this year. So if you have not already responded to the post, go ahead and post what um, you have done this year that you are proud of. And it can be anything and everything. There are no limits. It could be something related to your family. It could be something related to your fitness. It doesn't necessarily have to be business related or work related or any of those things. All right. But I would love to read what you have done this year that you are proud of. I do want to highlight those people who did respond. So I'm going to start um, with Clarice Need Him. I'm her. Oh, Cl- sorry. I know Clarice too. Clarice Need Him. I'm her. Um, and she said that she had her first annual Children's with Dreams toy dry giveaway. And that is so cool because I'm sure that a lot of kids came out um, who have different intentions and dreams. And I've said this before, never, ever, ever um, stifle a kid's dream because they may have a dream to become a hairdresser or a dancer. And sometimes they're like, oh, go to college, do something different. And that right then and there, those few words that we have said to that kid can stifle that kid's dream. That kid may go on to be the best hairstylist or the best weaveologist or color technician that this world has ever seen. But sometimes we, in our limited um, approach to things or our mindset to things, we stifle our kids. I have, however, seen a pickup in... um, 
just in people being more mindful of that across social media and across, you know, this this world is changing so quickly. Ten years ago, that may have been the statement, but nowadays it is getting more um, entrepreneurial friendly. And I have seen a lot of kids um, doing more and parents doing more for their kids so that they can push them towards entrepreneurship. So shout out to you parents who are entrepreneur moms and dads, um, aunties, uncles, cousins, who um, you push the children in your lives to go on and pursue the dreams that they desire. Um, That's really, really cool. So shout out to you, Clarice. I hope that you continue to have your Children's with Dreams toy drive giveaways year after year. And let me know when the next one is because I would love to be there. Um, Hashtag successful is right. Congratulations to you. The next one is from at trust period, the quiet force. And this person completed their manuscript. I'm really excited for that. How many of us have... Things, ideas, goals, things that we want to write down, books, stories um, that we want to share. And it's all in our heads. But this person, um, Trust the Quiet Force, actually completed the manuscript. And I don't know if it's a book. I don't know if it's a story, if it's a novel, but I can't wait to read it. So please share more information about that because I would love to promote that on this show. At the S dot experience said, I set goals as a new entrepreneur this year as an event planner and podcaster whoop whoop, and crush them. I already have two events planned for the new year as well. Yes. Go ahead, girl. Um, and then she gives us the link to learn how we can be a part. So if you are interested in this person's events, um, she, I'm sure she plans great events or, or otherwise she wouldn't have two new events already planned for the new year. Also, please check out her podcast. Again, that's at the S dot experience. Um, and she's a fellow goal crusher and I'm sure that she's doing amazing things and I can't wait to see what you do in the new year. Let's definitely stay connected. The last one is, um, Storycasters at Storycaster, um, And this person launched their podcast, wore all the hats, had weekly releases, and created weekly content until the series was done. Now, I can attest to the workload that goes into that, being the person who does all of the marketing, all of the uh, sharing, all of the editing for the the show, um, the content creation. It takes a lot. So kudos to you, Storycaster, for putting together... Um, a successful podcast, launching it, wearing all of the hats, and then being consistent enough to have weekly releases so that everything can flow smoothly. That is amazing. And please let us listen in because I can't imagine that it's less than than amazing. I know that it's going to be an amazing show. So shout out to you and shout out to any one of you who you are thinking to yourself, I have a goal that I want to share. Go ahead and I would love to share it again. If you are on Instagram, um, you can hit me up at progress on purpose podcast. Um, if you're on Facebook, it's the same handle there. And if you're not send me an email to progress on purpose podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you were successful at in this year, what you're most proud of, as well as what are some goals that you have for the new year. So 
Um, that is the end of our popping out segment. Uh, again, if you or you know someone who deserves recognition on the show for something that they're doing amazing, please send me a DM or email or hit me up on Facebook so that I can share that information. Um, let's see, what are some things that I am most proud of this year? Hmm. This year was a trying year for me and I know I talked about it in a few episodes. Um, and I say it's trying because there was a lot of transition. Um, it was the first full year that I was married. And I talked about some of this in episode um, 13. But um, it was transitional because I had to make a lot of mind shifts and quick adjustments in terms of me being now married, no longer being single, me being a mom overnight almost, Um and having responsibilities that I never had before. A lot of those responsibilities were not so much tangible, but in terms of decision making. Um, And it caused me to be very reflective. And so the things that I'm most proud of is my ability to remain mature in many situations that I could have been very petty. I could have been very um, just selfish in, but I was able to rely on what I know um, in terms of what I've been taught from my, my upbringing, as well as what I saw in my parents. And then just straight up prayer, like certain things I had to pray about y'all. And so I'm really, really proud of myself for being mature in that way. Um, Another thing I'm proud of is obviously starting this show. It was a desire of mine in the summer and I just went with it. And sometimes we have to do that. Like sometimes there's, there isn't an entire blueprint, but when we start, we learn along the way. I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes, um, but I learned nonetheless. And the other piece is that I got connected to a lot of different people, entities, um, learned a lot of names that I can now reflect on and call upon, um, and reach out to that will help me further along this 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 business and this podcast and this show um some of the things that I'm looking forward to even before the new year comes in is writing down my plans for 2020 so um I think that one of the things that is is major for us as intentional people is to wake up with a plan when we don't wake up with a plan, sometimes our day can go awry because we don't have a clear vision on what it is we want to accomplish and what it is we want to do. That actually happened to me this week. I've been off um, because I'm a school teacher, obviously, and, um, you know, we're out for the, the new year and I didn't have a plan, y'all, for certain days. I was like, okay, this day I'm going to relax and this day I'm going to go to the mall. But one of the things that I forgot was some of those days my husband was going to be off. And so he has different ideas and plans that he wanted to do too. And so in my head where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some time and I'll plan this out. I'm going to plan that out. I'm going to apply for this and do that. I didn't take into consideration um, what he may have wanted. And so it kind of made me feel a little restricted when it came to me doing what I wanted to do, but that it was, it was all my fault because I didn't come up with a plan. Um, so I say this, take my advice, um, come up with a plan. 
and even come up with the plan the night before or a week in advance or something. Just have a skeleton that um, if you are someone who you got a lot to do, you need to get certain things accomplished. You want to have that planned out um, or in, in a, with an approximate time so that you can get those things done. And selfish plug, I do have a daily intentional planning tool that I would like to give to you for free. It is something that I pull out and I use. Matter of fact, when I realized that my day was going crazy, I printed out a couple of sheets and wrote the date on them for each day that I'll be off. And I started scheduling in things that I want to accomplish in that day, leaving time for, you know, time with the family. But I, there are certain things that I still wanted to get accomplished and I cannot afford to not accomplish those things. So I wrote them down. If you would like me to send you one for free, all you have to do is email me at progress on purpose podcast at gmail.com and I will and hit a uh, planner not hit put sub put planner in the subject and I will send you one or if you would like to um, go on Instagram I have a link in the bio where you can click on the link and say that you want the planning tool and I will send it to you that way it's free it's my gift to you I would love to send it to you and as I said earlier, this is part two of the Frenemies uh, mini series. It is another solo episode and I don't plan on being here long, but I do want to share some things with you as you prepare for your new year's goals and the things that you are setting intentionally um, so that you can have a winning season for the rest of your life. I put together a list of six frenemies that have dual purpose in our life. If we're not careful, we can find ourselves on the wrong side of the coin. So last week I talked about three frenemies on uh, episode 14 and those were consistency, limits, and fear. Those were the three. So if you want to hear more about those, go ahead back to episode 14 and listen to those. But let me remind you what a frenemy is. A frenemy refers to a person who has dual properties or purposes. It is an oxymoron that refers to a person with whom one is friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry or a person who combines the characteristics of a friend and an enemy. So I told you we're not talking about people but we are talking about different things that can be frenemies and so this week I have three more that I would like to share with you. So here they are. The first one is accountability. Accountability is one of those things that can definitely be a friend of me. It can be a friend because if we are holding ourselves accountable to something or we have an accountability system where someone else is holding us accountable, then it's easier to get the things and the goals that we have accomplished, right? We have set goals and we can be accountable to someone or some type of system so that they get accomplished. And this is great, right? Because now you can put a system in place where you can be actionable and you can achieve each and every goal that you have set. Accountability, however, um, can be a friend of me because it can, um, like I said last week, it can be something where if you are not careful and you are not someone who is consistent, then it can be, 
it can be troublesome for you. You can get annoyed very easily um, with your accountability partner, or you can find yourself falling off or bringing someone else down. Now, we could talk about this when it comes to things like the gym going to the gym we go by ourselves we set up this uh you know calendar and then we say we're gonna go to the gym and we're gonna work out five days a week and we're gonna drink our water and we get our cute little water bottle that has the different stops on it that says you know um good morning and um the next the next stop will say um keep hydrating and the next stop is gonna say you're halfway there and you know we get these cute little bottles that tell us all these that hold us accountable to drinking water and we got our gym partner and their job is simply to call us in the morning and make sure we go to the gym and come there with us and do all those things and that person is dedicated, so they are, well, hopefully that person is dedicated to the gym already, and so they make a great accountability partner. But us, on the other hand, we may not be as dedicated, or the, the roles may be reversed. You are the person who is, um, you're the, the one who's dedicated, and the person that you are trying to help is not. And so you find yourself in a situation where either you're annoyed with them, or they're annoyed with you, and somebody falling off somebody's not reaching their goals because there is um some some annoyance when it comes to being accountable um accountability is it can be synonymous or not synonymous but it can be um it works well when there is already consistency in place um and so Accountability is one of those things where we definitely want to have them. You definitely want to have it in place, but you got to be mindful and you got to know who you are. Are you someone who can be accountable to someone else? Let me say that again. Are you someone who can be accountable to someone else or do you work better with your own system? You create a list, you get that list uh, accomplished and you, you know, treat yourself however you want to treat yourself. Everybody is not doesn't work well with an accountability partner. Um, Some people need an accountability coach. And there are a lot of people out here who profess to be coaches and they can um, be that accountability partner for you to make sure that you stay on track. Um, But you definitely want to choose someone who can achieve their own goals and they're, they're showing progress in the things that they say that they're going to do so that they can help you too because if they can't do it for themselves chances are they really can't do it for you either the second is another friend of ours and it's one that Oh, God, I got to walk on eggshells with this one because as women, um, which a lot of women listen to this show, um, this can be something that can be seen um, in with dual purposes. Okay, Um, and that's our confidence. And as women um, and men. The, the goal is to be confident, right? You want to have confidence. Confidence allows you to walk into a room and own that room. It allows you to walk into a space and be the thermostat. You set the temperature. You are the person who, when you walk in the room, you know, people are gravitating towards you because you have just an aura about you that oozes confidence. It is what allows you to put yourself in places and positions that others desire to be in. Confidence is that thing that 
really, uh, if you're if you're someone who's looking for someone in a relationship, you're looking for them to be confident as a person, right? You're looking for them to have confidence when they walk, when they dra- get dressed up. It is that thing that we all desire to have. It shows that we have high self-esteem. It shows that we um, love ourselves. It is that which allows us to love ourselves and despite our our flaws despite our shortcomings confidence is everything right and in especially here in America confidence is key you want to walk in in whatever you wearing if you got on bright neon coat you want to wear that coat with pure confidence um however confidence can be a friend of me because you sometimes you find yourself being a little overconfident, right? And we could think about some people that we either know or have seen in mainstream media who are overconfident. Um, and it, it leads to, um, you know, this, this notion of having a, a chip on your shoulder or ego and, um, lacking humility. And so that can be a problem because that's a turnoff to people, right? To not have, um, a sense of humility about, you know, who you are or what you do. And so, uh, confidence is great because it allows you to walk into the room and, and own that room. But even in that room, you still want to show that you are humble, that you're grateful to be in that space. And what are some things that help keep us grateful? Well, I could think of one. It's um, remembering where we came from, remembering who we are, remembering whose we are, remembering that we did not get there by ourselves, remembering that there are people and situations that have allowed us to be the people that we are and the, the person that persons that we can become, right? It's the people that have gone before us, our ancestors, our aunts, our cousins, our aunties, our um, our parents who have paved the way in one shape, way, shape or another for us. That helps to keep us humble, okay? Um, so we want to make sure that we are confident. Don't lose your confidence, but don't allow your confidence to prevent you from being humble, right? And some of us, sometimes we we find ourselves in situations where we need to eat a little humble pie. I know <laughs> for me, that is something that I had. That's another thing that I, I, I had to learn this year. Like, be humble. Um, be humble about the things that you have. Be humble about the things that you have um amassed and and created and acquired. I graduated this year with my second master's degree. And, you know, if I'm, if I wasn't careful, I could pull that to my head. But I remember I had to bust my butt for that degree. I had to uh, pay for that degree. (laughs) It kept me humble. Um, Even with the degree, there are still some doors that won't open for me right away. That keeps me humble. Even with the degree, there are still people who whose lives I have to uh, continue to, or I have the responsibility now to impact. That keeps me humble. And so we got to remember, it's great to be confident. Confidence will get you in the room. It'll get you in that interview. It's going to get you there. But usually in an interview, one of the questions that they ask you is to name 
a situation where you had to, where, where it was falling down in some way, shape or form, and you had to create it, create the opportunity to build it back up. Or they may say, name a weakness that you have. Um, and they're looking for that humble side of you. They're not looking for you to say, oh, that's never happened, right? They're looking for us to be, to, to show some humanity and humility. All right. And the last one is feedback. Feedback. Oh, yes. Feedback can be a great tool. As an educator, one of the things that we um, we do very often is not just give feedback to our students, but we also seek feedback from our superiors or our counterpart counterparts as uh, educators from other people. Right. We want to know how we did in this lesson how did this lesson transpire and we have like an evaluation tool that we can use to um, measure the the success of the lesson or the failure of the lesson right um, feedback is a great tool because it allows you to reflect on what it is that went well and something that did not go so well and as we're thinking about our goals for 2020 and what we want to see, it's so important to seek out feedback. How did your business do this year? Not just in the numbers, but the numbers do tell a great story. If you look from month to month, what sold best? What carried over the best? If you have an Instagram page, what posts um, had the most impressions and what time did it happen and why do you think it happened and what was specific about the content? Like breaking all of that down allows you to get better, allows you to learn your audience, allows you to 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 read into what it is that we um, that you're trying to accomplish and whether or not it worked. Even at home, one of the things that I do with my daughter is um, I sit down with her from time to time and I ask her pretty much, how am I doing as as the, a mom figure in your life? I'm not your mother, right? You have a great relationship with your mother and we all have a great relationship, but I still want to know how am I doing on a day-to-day basis and how could I be better for you? One of the things that I've learned in um, this time is that when I first, when it all first went down, I was very pushy. I was very like forceful and that I guess that's just my nature in some way, shape, or form. And I realized that I'm not this pushy at work with the kids that I teach every day. So I got to be mindful of that when I come home. First of all, I'm not Mrs. Hardy at home. I'm mom, I'm wife, right? And then the other thing I realized is, yes, I want so much for my daughter, but I also have to be ginger about how I, how I, um, push that forth onto her. She's still a kid, right? And so certain things I realized, about myself um, and how I may be perceived based on what I say um, and how it comes across. And so that was transformational for me for the second half of the year because I realized, okay, I could get the same point across, but I don't have to say it in this forceful way. There's a time for that. 
but it don't have to be the first time. And if you are a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Um, But that was great for me. And you know what also helped too? My husband, he started to give me feedback about how I was, you know, interacting in certain ways. And it's all to be to be loving and it's all done in love. And so I didn't take it personal. Uh, Well, I may have taken it personal the first couple of times but after a while I realized that it wasn't to hurt me or to harm me but it was to make me better as a parent this is my first time being a parent um so that was transformational for me um the thing about feedback is that it can be destructive if you are not willing to receive it um and so you got to do a self-check here to make sure that if someone is giving you feedback, especially if it's someone that you trust or someone that you know has been where you are before, you want to be mindful about your reaction and your response to how feedback is given to you. The other piece is if it is coming from the wrong person, it can be destructive, right? So if that person is someone who you can't trust, has never been there before, don't know, you know, they just based on all of their feedback based on opinions, insert person that may be single and you're married or vice versa. It's hard to take feedback from them because they don't know. They have not been there before. Um, And so it's imperative to um, be mindful about who you're receiving your feedback from as well as how you are receiving your feedback. And one of the things that I learned in um, the education system is we do these, um, kind of like peer analysis from time to time. And, um, we have to put our initials (laughs) next to the to the feedback that we're given. And so when you when you get your own report back, you could say, based on who's saying what, you know how to receive it. You know, and of course it's subjective and it's up to your discretion, but it still helps. You got the feedback, but now you gotta see, hmm, is this for me? Or was this a blanket, you know, statement? Or was was this person trying to be shady when they said this? Or whatever the case is. So all of that is very, very, very important. So as a recap, uh, the three finneries that we talked about today are accountability, ego or confidence, and feedback. Please go back and listen to episode 14 where I talked about fear, limits, and consistency. So all six of those things, and I'm sure we could come up with a list of six more, are frenemies that if we are not careful, um, they can be our enemies. And if we are careful, they can definitely work in our favor. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you would like to continue to be a part of this community of intentional, purposeful people living intentional, purposeful lives, kindly subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram or on Facebook. It's easy to subscribe. Some people are telling me, I don't know how to subscribe. Where you are listening, there's a subscribe button or a follow button. Just click on that button and join our community. Please also share this podcast with others by hitting the share button on your listening platform. Today's show was too good to keep to yourself. Let's continue to grow together. I love you guys and I admonish you to keep making progress on purpose through intentional, purposeful living. Next week, 
Um, I'm looking forward to another great show. Next week will be the first show of the new year. And it actually is going to start a new series. And that series is going to be called The Journey to Wholeness. Okay, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. I do want to mention that as goal getters and as goal getters, um, sometimes we can get stuck, hindered, or find ourselves needing help in one area or another. I know this is the area that I struggled with for many years. I was hindered by the opinions of others, which led to many insecurities and setbacks. And it took more than prayer to get me out of the funk that I was in. One of the things that helped me so much was sitting on somebody's couch and talking to them and not just somebody, a licensed therapist, um, to help me get to the root of my issues so that I could build myself back up to see me the way that God sees me. So I am excited to tell you about this uh, platform that I have partnered with and that is betterhelp.com. That's better H-E-L-P.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service available for clients worldwide. Here are four things that I love about this service that you will learn to love too. The first is that you can log on anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you never have to sit around in an uncomfortable waiting room as is the case with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And I have to insert here that I signed up and ever since I signed up, my therapist has been emailing me like, hey, you signed up, let's let's talk, you know? So they really are very timely and they want to communicate with you. And um, so if you are someone who is interested in this service, maybe you're looking for a counselor and this could be for individual counseling, couples counseling, or even teen counseling. There is someone for you. I have a special code that will allow you to get 10% off your first month, which might I add, betterhelp.com is way, way cheaper than traditional therapy. So go ahead and visit www.betterhelp.com slash P-O-P for my code that you can use and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash P-O-P. One more time, betterhelp.com slash P-O-P. Happy New Year and have a great week. Can't wait to see you in 2020.